0: Welcome to the Insulin Suppression Podcast, where we journey through food, health, and life BS to the other side, where life is easier, health is optimal, and food no longer rules. Hey there, my name is Barbara McDermott, and I am with Shift Formula, who knows intimately that food can be quite complicated. It can be problematic, it can be emotional, it can be spiritual, it can be personal. And it can also be someone's four-letter word. It was my four-letter word at one time. You know, diabetes stepped into our lives in our child, a type 1 diagnosis, diabetes. Type 1 is the autoimmune version of diabetes. And I was just launched from a health club owner, natural food eater, you know, following the plants-based diet. Certainly, telling my uh, members of our health club to, you know, eat lots of fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. And while these foods are not bad or wrong, they are problematic, especially for a person who needs to be more so than other people in the world glucose aware. Is there anyone out there this evening who is glucose aware besides this gal and our community of shift insiders? You know, we talk about this. metabolic iq if you will being glucose aware and insulin intelligent you know one of our dear shifters jeff he always says less insulin less insulin less insulin that's the way you win and then but to the average person out there in the world who i still am and used to be at least glucose wise i would have been like what do you mean insulin what are you talking about i don't have diabetes i don't have to worry about insulin and glucose Well, when you learn a thing or two, you realize that kind of everybody has some degree of diabetes. Now, okay, yeah, in a court of law, I can't really say that. However, each of us presents with some kind of consequence of glucose and insulin. Now, if my glucose blood sugar level gets to a certain amount, the medical community says you are diabetic or you are pre-diabetic, right? But does anybody ever wonder where does the blood sugar go, right? I used to think naively when I began injecting insulin into my daughter who, whose body doesn't make insulin, okay? is the hormone that comes into play based upon how much sugar is in your bloodstream based upon what you just had to eat. I didn't eat this, I'm just pulling out it because it's the only food I have, but let's just say I ate an apple, for example. That apple, yeah, would have about 24 grams of sugar. Yeah, an apple has 24 grams of sugar in it. Okay, that's cool, that's fruit, we get it. It's natural sugar, but that still sugar goes into your bloodstream. Now, that sugar is used for one thing, fuel. And the cells of the body kind of have a protective mechanism against sugar. Isn't that interesting? Your pancreas has to release insulin to match the amount of sugar, 24 grams, from that apple, and it signals the cells all over your body, open up, we got some sugar to send into you to be used for fuel. Well, if we're not using all that fuel, where does the blood sugar go? Well, I'll tell you one place it goes, right here. It goes to the place where it keeps us from touching our toes. We carry excess blood sugar around our waist. Why? Well, think about it. We wanna carry excess fuel or baggage around our center of gravity. So the adipose tissue, that's fat tissue, around our middle is really sensitive to insulin. So when insulin's present, and our body cells have enough fuel, thank you, not, need, not needing that apple sugar right now, it gets shuttled into adipose tissue where it's converted to fat and we store it. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It comes in as sugar, that is fuel, and my body doesn't need it particularly at that time, so it's converted to fat and I carry it around my waist. That's why we sometimes call this our insulin belt. This is why shift insiders don't step on a scale, yo. We don't wanna lose weight. I don't wanna lose muscle. I don't want to lose bone density i certainly don't want to lose my hair and that's happening already but you get what i'm saying we lose inches right we keep our muscles lose inches and we know a thing or two about glucose and insulin so when it comes to diabetes in my world everybody has a degree of diabetes we're either carrying our blood sugar around our waist another place blood sugar goes and insulin remember it doesn't cancel out blood sugar When someone injects insulin, our body produces insulin, we think, I remember thinking like it disappeared or it got canceled out or it got uh, absorbed. Well, it kind of does get absorbed. Another thing our body does with the blood sugar that we don't need for fuel because it's more than we need, we're talking about excess fuel, excess blood sugar, our body will actually break it down into smaller particles. And these little sticky particles of sugar, because hey, we know sugar is sticky, right? I would Just wipe a kid's hand off after they've been eating an apple, right? It gets real sticky. Well, those sticky molecules of sugar attach all over our body to the proteins in our body. Where are the proteins in our body? My brain cells, my delicate nerve endings of my eyes, my fingers and toes, my nerve endings. My joints, eat right? We get a little stiff as we get older, don't we? I'm just pounding my hips out, which I don't have pain anymore because I've shifted. But when those particles of sugar adhere to proteins all over our body, they corrode and corrupt those proteins. Same thing as our blood vessels. And then the resulting damaged tissue is called an AGE, Advanced Glycated End Product. Isn't it interesting that it, the acronym spells the word age? Yeah. So these are some of the books that introduced me to all these concepts. I knew nothing about glucose. I knew nothing about insulin. I knew nothing about diabetes. Type 2 diabetes, type 1 diabetes, type 3 diabetes. What is that one, everybody? That's Alzheimer's brain diabetes. Yeah, we can kind of say that. Do you know? Cancer, glucose, and insulin. Alzheimer's, glucose, and insulin. Heart disease, glucose, and insulin. Diabetes, certainly, is glucose and insulin. Fibromyalgia, glucose, and insulin. All of these lousy ways to die <laughs> are even more in your risk panel if you are diabetic because you already are challenged by glucose. And lots of insulin so see this these are some of the books that got me there and I thought I would share some of these with you so if you're interested like we are you know we encourage robust dialogue we encourage healthy skepticism if someone tells you to eat more fruit I want you to step back and say wait a minute let me investigate that first okay someone a dear friend handed me this book almost eight years ago now about seven and a half I learned more from William Davis's Wheat Belly about my daughter's type one diabetes than any of the other diabetes books I had ever read. At the time, this was exactly what I needed to read. Because I knew that eating two slices of bread, when you don't have a pancreas putting out insulin, and you're paying attention to blood sugar, you know exactly what that bread does. Here's the thing. It sends your blood sugar skyrocketing. Why? Because that is blood sugar. You know, we need to be looking at the bread aisle, we need to see glucose. Glucose and sugar are the same, they're the same thing. Our body breaks sugars and starches down to glucose. That is blood sugar. It's all the same thing. So when we look at bagels now, and they're not bad foods. Okay, we're not saying they're bad. But they're blood sugar. They're actually blood sugar. And then if you open up to page 207, it talks even about fruit. You know, you put a post out on Facebook about fruit has sugar in it. Actually, do you know that an apple, a large apple, actually has more sugar in it than a crispy cream? Glazed donut. I didn't make that up. I didn't put it out on a Facebook ad or post to do anything but to raise awareness that. Not to eat more donuts, duh, but to consider maybe eating a little bit less fruit, especially if your body is challenged by blood sugar, glucose, and insulin. But he says right here, fruit should be consumed in limited quantities. That's what the post had said. Maybe we should consider fruit as a once in a while food, not a three times a day food. Isn't it any wonder that people with diabetes are struggling if they're trying to get in their three servings of fruit a day, this says year-round access to high sugar fruits, you know, bananas, apples, can they overexpose you to sugars sufficient to amplify diabetes or diabetic tendencies. Highly recommend if you're carrying waist weight, if you're forgetting where your car keys are, if you have moods that rise and fall and you start to correlate it to the foods you're eating, highly recommend this book. The other one I really enjoyed, and I actually tore apart, as you can see, it's actually falling apart, is Gary Taubes, who's an investigative journalist. Good calories, bad calories. I, if you're like me, I, I stay away from the word good and bad because that's subjective, right? However, we can't be blaming the, the butter for what the bread did, right? If you've ever looked at... Uh, a slice of bread with a pat of butter on it and thought it was the butter that was the problem. This gal used to think that. Now I realize what's what's under the butter that's the problem. This is an excellent read. It's a little deeper, a little deeper, but boy, if you're like me, (laughs) you'll be highlighting the heck out of it and taking notes all day long, okay? Because when we are faced with a situation as complicated as diabetes, guess what? We're responsible. You know, we create everything in our lives, everything, the great and the not so great. And no one's gonna come along on a white horse and scoop us up and change our fate for us. We've gotta roll up the sleeves. We've gotta apply the action. We've gotta do the thing. This is why our community, we call ourselves Shift Insiders, You know, we're a coaching and education and support community. And if you are ready to learn a thing or two, to raise your metabolic IQ, be glucose aware and insulin intelligent, and finally make the change that will be lifelong lasting, get involved. We'd love to have you because every time one of us gets raised up, everybody else gets pulled along. If anything in this video was of help to you, if you could like it and share it, I'd appreciate it. Okay, have a great night.